What does the flourishing of St. Louis look like? Like, there's no such thing as I quit. What's up, y'all? It is Jason Watson. We are here at Say That to Say This. I know it's been a minute. I have my co-host with me. What's going on, everybody? Josh Wilson, glad to be here. Absolutely, y'all. It's been a minute for us to be able to touch base. We're excited to get back started with this new season. We're going to be doing some new things. We're going to be having some guests on the show. I actually have a guest here with me right now. She's a little nervous, y'all, but she's going to kill it. Trust me. You know what I mean? So I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, my name is Jamie Love. Jamie Love. We're going to, in, in a minute, you're going to get to know a little bit about Jamie. I got a question for everybody before we, uh, before we get started. So uh, obviously coming, hopefully coming to the end of, uh, of COVID, when everything gets back to normal, the first thing that you're going to do, all right, everybody with me, the first thing that you're going to do, you can't currently do right now, or maybe not can't currently, but shouldn't currently do right now. <laughs> so let's just say we get through, season's over, back to it. Jason Watson, when you think mm. about the first thing that you're going to do, what is it? Man. Thing is, I kind of been doing stuff. I <laughs> now we get in trouble. So, I, but I've been social distancing, doing things I shouldn't be. However, when it first get back, I think I want to go out the country, man. Yeah, travel. Yeah, I want to travel. I've been doing some travel here and there, but I want to go out the country and yeah, you know, see something. Here's here's so I, the first thing that I'm gonna do. No matter what happens, like I can't even walking in, Jamie, and seeing you sitting down in the chair was like. I am so ready just to shake somebody's hand, right? Or like get that. Yeah, exactly right. So, I mean, even like, you know, just to like clap, hug. um, I mean, everybody, it's just, it's just so weird right now, man. For me, that's the, that's the thing I got to do. What about you, Jay? Um, so I've been promising my kids a trip to Las Vegas. We were supposed to go March for spring break last year, but it got canceled because of COVID. So mm. they're still waiting to go. I need to so. get in on your family, man. I want to trip to Vegas. That sounds awesome. No, no. So. The kids going to be excited about that. Yeah. Um, Jamie, you know, I, I want to, we want to spend some time today uh, getting to know you, letting the listeners uh, understand a little bit of just uh, ex- story experience. But really what we, uh, the reason that this podcast exists, the conversations that we consistently want to have uh, are when we think about barriers that exist, when we think about barriers in our own life, uh, what are some of those elephants in the room? What are some of those things that uh, are happening that, that need to be uh, talked about and that conversation needs to happen? And uh, as we began having this conversation, uh, Rachel Frank began to go like, hey, you guys have got to meet Jamie. Rachel, you want to talk a little bit about getting to meet Jamie? Yes, I met Jamie last year, probably March 2020, end of March. Um, unfortunately, it was virtually. That's when we like first kicked the classes off virtually. And I loved her story. I was like excited to work with her because I not only got to see, you know, like her resilience, but also like her her willingness to do whatever she could for her family and for anyone around her. The beautiful part is like you're, you're just a part of our family. So how in the world did you find this family? Um, actually, it was like uh, my brother came here before, but I don't know what his what what program he was in. But then like with the uh, who was your brother? Uh, Muhammad Lee. Yes, I know Muhammad Lee. Yes, that's my brother. Wow, <laughs> good dude. Yeah. So he came here, and then I, ca- I they had like a ceremony for them or something, so I mm-hmm. came to the when ceremony. When he graduated? Yes. Yeah, so I think your mother or father, somebody came? Yeah, both. So my okay. mom and my dad mm-hmm. came. But uh, yeah, then uh, I saw like a billboard up for like uh, Mission St. Louis, and then like I just called the number just to see because it was like it helped you with like job opportunities and stuff like that. 
And, like, I was, like, just called, and then I, they did the application. I had to come in and um, do, like, an interview to, like, what I like and what I want to do and what I want to do in the future, and that's just how it happened. Who did you interview with? You remember? Uh, Miss Genesis. Ah, Genesis. Oh, yeah. Ah. yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, I she's love Miss awesome. Genesis. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about maybe your story. From St. Louis is 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 uh is this where you where, where yeah you I was born in St. Louis my family was born in St. Louis uh this is where I where you grow up at Nawa Nawa hold up hold up hold up that's where I'm from hold up but like just on the uh, south side but we okay. moved I was going I was living on the south side and then we moved to the north side so okay okay that's where we been since on the north side since I was in middle school. Mm. So, so what high school did you go to? Actually, I went to Eureka High School, but then, okay. uh, of course, they got the zones. Mm-hmm. So then when we moved on the north side, when I went became a sophomore, they uh, placed me at Lafayette, and I graduated uh, from Lafayette. Graduated from so Lafayette. Okay, I went to Beaumont, you oh, know okay. what I mean? So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I'm not from Walnut <laughs> So talk about a little bit about your experience just growing up in St. Louis. What was it like? What was childhood like? Um, well, growing up in St. Louis, I had a pretty good life because my mom and dad, they've been together all my life. Mm-hmm. So they were married. They've been together, uh, I don't know the years, but since my sister was 40, since my sister was in my mom's stomach. Mm-hmm. And my sister's 43 now. Wow. So yeah. they've been together all that, all that long time. Um, but this past year, New Year's Eve, my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. Sorry to hear. So that. yeah, he um he was a diabetic. Um, he had got both legs amputated, and then mm. he just his health just mm. failed. So, mm. but he's been there all my life. Um, I've I've always had both parents. They very supportive of me. Always been there for me. Just you know, it's just. How do you feel like? Did you see the difference between you growing up having both parents in the home and then other girls you went to school with or friends you grew up with? Like, did you see the difference? I actually did because, and I tell my mom this all the time, like, I thank her for putting me in uh, Rockwood School District mm. because, and not Beaumont. <laughs> 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 because all my friends at Beaumont, like, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, I'm being realistic. Like, they don't have jobs. They have, mm-hmm. like, a lot of kids and different things like that. And, like, me, I was just brought up in a, you know, my household. Yeah, like, with both parents being there, like, anytime I asked my mom something, it was always ask your dad. Mm. You know, and, of course, like, I love having to ask my dad, though. Because <laughs> you, knew, you, you, knew, you knew he was going to yeah, let you slide. Was like, but sometimes, you know, but, yeah, like, yeah, but having both parents there, man, it's, it made mm. a big difference. Like, for me just seeing my other friends, like, I talk to my friends sometimes, and they be like, um... I don't. I haven't talked to my dad in you know, and I'm like, what? Like mm. even now, like I talk to my mom every day. Mm. Like we actually live across the street. Do you think having both of them in the home played a role in decisions you made while you was younger? Yeah, of mm. course. Like when I was coming up, I didn't have like going to friends' houses and stuff. <laughs> there was not an option. Right. Like they had to come to my house. My mom mm. always. I wasn't allowed to go because my mom would say, uh, if I wanted to go to my friend's house, like. Oh, their moms may have a boyfriend or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. I was never allowed to go mm. anywhere until I got of age. Now, at that time, did you understand that it, or did that did. frustrate you when I you were young? I used to be, whoo, I used to be so <laughs> mad. I used to be like, my mama don't let me do nothing. Right, like, right, everybody right. got to do whatever. But, like, my mom, she was, but 
But like I said, I, I let my mom know all the time, like, how much I appreciate her mm. because, like, it could have been different. Like, I look at it, and, like, I got friends that's passed away and all type of stuff, but I look at it like I could have been dead and gone. Like, mm. I could have been in jail. I could have been out here, like, uh, boosting from stores and different stuff like mm. that. But since I came up with the household with both parents, you know, it was different for me. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Now, we all have a rebellious state. Did you reach a rebellious state, and how did that play out for you uh, if you did? Yeah, because, like like, like I said, oh, uh, well, I didn't, but my mom, it's, it's eight of us. Mm. And I'm in the middle, and then I got, like, th uh, three siblings that's older, like 50, you know, mm. 43. And then it's the bottom five, and it's, like, I'm 34, and then it's 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, mm -hmm. like that. So we step, and then we got the older. Well, my older sister, she used to always say, don't have no kids. Don't mm. have no kids, you mm. know. And I used to be like, I'm not, you know. Mm. Like, she's my sister. She was my role model, my older sister. Right. Like, she always, like, showed me. She showed me the ropes. Mm. So, like, she just used to be telling me, don't do stuff. And then I used to do it anyway. Mm. I mean, Cause I we all did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was a teenager, one. so, right. you know. But, like, I learned, like, I learned uh, lessons. You know, like, she let mm. me bump my own head, you know. Mm -hmm. And, like, a lot of stuff I hear from my mama. Where, of course. Sure. Know. Mom, if you listening, <laughs> if you listening, you know, she still needs some forgiveness for some things that you don't know about yet, okay? But but look how she turned out. Yeah. All those stories come out around Christmas, too, sitting around the table, so you got to be real <laughs> careful. You got to be real careful. But, yep. Mm, yeah. That's good. So you got connected to Mission St. Louis How? Or what made you even come at that time? Yeah, because I had, okay, so, like, I was, uh, before I came, like, I was driving a school bus. Mm. My mom was a school bus driver, and then um, I started driving a school bus when I was, like, 21, I think, or 22. Okay. Mm. But that was because I, I had a kid, and uh, actually, my mom didn't say I had to get a job. It was my mom's supervisor. He <laughs> ended up coming to the house one day, and I was sitting on the porch holding the baby, and he was like, is that your baby? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Why are you not at work? I was like, I don't have a job. And he was like, well, you need a job. Come mm. to the job tomorrow, and I'm going to give you a job. Wow. So I went to the job the next day and filled out the application, did the little training class and all that, and then I was driving a bus. And that was wow. 21. You were 21 yeah. years old. Wow. I've been driving a bus for a I was driving a bus for like 13, 14 years. Wow. I mean, that's interesting because that even just shows you, like, even when it comes to employment, connections play a role in those opportunities. That's you know what I mean? Right. So – your mother working some particular place, that person having a relationship with your mother, seeing you obviously having concern for you and where you were, and then even challenging you like, hey, you need a job. But what's even more beautiful than that is that they didn't just present a problem, they presented a solution. So they said, not only do you need a job, but I have somewhere that I could take you to. You know what I mean? And it's then it was up to you to take advantage of that. It's always interesting, too, like how relationships begin to – push towards opportunity and, and, and how that walks through the door and spending a lot of time. I mean, we, we spend a lot of time just talking about like, Hey, wh what are the relation, what are the yeah. relational bridges that has to be built in our city to make sure that opportunity finds the right place, which is exactly what happened in yours. So, and you know, that's true because like when I first started working there, like I had the baby, of course, and then my mom was working, my dad was working. Basically, everybody was working, and I was like, how am I going to work with a baby, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And then, like, my mom was like, uh, she didn't want the baby to go to daycare because you know how daycare mm -hmm. is going. So when I went to the job, I worked for a couple of days, and I was like, I can't do this because, like, I don't have a babysitter. 
And, like, mm. they literally, like, gave me a bus with a seatbelt. And was like, bring the baby car seat. Wow. I was like, wait, what? And That's they was fantastic. like, bring the baby. So, wow. like, I used to take my baby to work with me every day. Wow. <laughs> Those kids love that baby, too. <laughs> well, I mean, that's deep. I mean, let's unpack that a little mm-hmm. bit. I mean, even when you think about, you know, the world we live in, one, St. Louis bus system is terrible. Yeah. You know, our transit system is horrible. You know, so, one, just the ability to get to a job back and forth is going to be a problem in and of itself. And then, two, if you have a child and you need to get that child to or from daycare and then back home and still make it to work all while on transit is a whole nother beast. But it's just interesting that a company, a job, took it upon themselves to not only offer you the opportunity but then kind of meet you where you are. And I'm not saying that that's the responsibility for every company. You know, I want to be realistic. But um, how long did you end up working with that company? I ended up staying there for like, Probably like five years. So it's interesting. Like, they met you where you were, and you became really a long-term employee with that particular company. And for those that are listening, again, I'm not saying every company is responsible for the social ills of everybody in the world. But what I am saying is that maybe there's it's a time for us to think about different ways to do things, especially when we could – you have someone that's with a company for five years. I know that turnaround times now in most companies you go to is like they would love to have somebody for that long. And all it really took was, hey, bring your baby, put them on a – you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just and it's interesting too because you've got a support system, right? Yeah. You've got this, I, I mean, incredible I family it, that, yeah. that that you know loves you and, and and has been engaged. But it's not the case for everybody, and there are, you know, people are having to make really difficult decisions around around daycare and knowing that there's there's even sometimes there's there's risk involved. Yeah, and being able to, to weigh that out, have you have you seen that? Just inside, you know, friendships. Have, have you have you noticed that? Because it's pretty, it, like Jason said, it's pretty incredible to see a company being able to be like flexible enough to meet you where mm-hmm. you're at, to be able to, 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 to see that happen, but it's gotta be preventing, you know, it obviously, I mean, we see that as holes inside of our, our model, right? We see uh, for us and, and Jason, you hit on it a little bit. We, we see a transportation need. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see a housing need, right? Being able to, to have that consistent housing to be able to, to, to go out and work. But childcare is huge. And oftentimes, even with an organization like ours, we don't have an answer for it. So if you wouldn't have had child care, you would not have been able to take that job opportunity. Right, right. So how did that work out for you? Get the job. How did you feel? Like driving buses? Did you enjoy it? What was the process for you? I actually did. At first I was like, okay, because I was young. And right. then like I was so small. Like <laughs> some kids was bigger than me. And I'm like, oh, my God. Right. <laughs> Especially when they gave me high school. I was like, oh, my goodness. Right. Like it was just like, but I enjoyed it. Like mm-hmm. I loved it. Like. Like, all the kids love me. Mm. They call me the kid's favorite bus driver. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, but all the kids love me. Like, I liked it. Like, um, but, like, they they really stick together. Mm. Like, yeah, they don't make it. Like, they, they want you to just show up for work, really. Right. So, yeah, they make whatever, like, whatever you got to do. So, thinking about that time, um, you know, driving the bus, spent, you know, years there <coughs> getting that you know having that that employment and it sounds like too like just really kind of beginning to think about like hey what's next dreams I mean obviously that's kind of led you uh, through our doors talk about that transition but even this did you end up getting your own place as a result yeah. of working yeah, there yeah, like, yeah did actually it take I did because like at first like my dad he worked in the morning and the evening 
So, I mean, he worked all day. But in the morning, like, I would have to be at work at, like, 5 in the morning, 4.30, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, my dad would take me to work. And, like, uh, when I got out work at 4 in the evening, I would have to sit there the whole time until mm. he came back to get me. Because mm. I, I wasn't getting on no bus. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, like, it, was, uh, it wasn't, like, anybody else to come and get me. But my dad, he always came and got wow. me every day. So I was like, I'm going to just save my money and get me a car. So I was asking my dad, like, because it's eight of us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Daddy, can you co-sign for me a car? And he's like, I don't know. You know, everybody else <laughs> asked, can you co-sign for me a car? <laughs> <laughs> my daddy was like, no, no, no. You know, huh. he kept saying no. So I just kept asking. I'm like, I promise if you just do it, I'll make sure I pay my notes, I'll pay it off. You don't have nothing to worry about. So, like, um, he kept saying no. So I kept asking, then he finally was like, yeah. So then he, he said, yeah. I was like, okay, you said, yeah. So I started going to car lots and looking. So I ended up finding the car, and he uh he was getting on work. And I was like, well, I'm at the car lot. You can just stop on your way. And, like, he was taking forever. And I'm like, is he coming? <laughs> like, you know how parents yeah, say, yeah, but absolutely. they don't really mean it. <laughs> but, yeah, like, so he, ended up, about me. <laughs> so he ended up coming or whatever. So, like, I, I ended up getting me a car. And, like, my siblings, they still tease me now. They were like, you the only one that was able to get daddy to co-sign for a car. Wow. But, yeah, so I had ended up getting a car, and, like, it was the best thing. Like, now, did you move out within that five years? No. You didn't? Okay. Are you still staying there? Still. Okay. Nah. So I was you... still staying there. I, was, I at least had to get some transportation first. Absolutely. Yeah, so sure. that job led to your own transportation. Mm-hmm. And then from that process. I eventually moved out, though. Right. I, I was scared, but I did. How, how long after getting getting that job uh, did you move out? After I uh, got after I, I got the like, I got the car first, and then probably like a year or so later, I ended up moving out. Mm. So through that job, you got your transportation. You moved into your own place. Yeah, I've been on my own ever since. Thank you. Wow, Jesus. wow! <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for sure, yeah. for sure. And it's interesting that it started with a connection, and a connection that met you where you were, mm-hmm. and then led you down that path. So how did you end up? Leaving that and getting connected to this, where's the yeah. middle piece to all of that? Um, so, uh, uh, like I said, I've been driving for 13 years, and I just like at, at the bus company, like. So you still drive buses to this day? No, okay. I don't Done. drive buses okay. anymore. <laughs> but uh, at the uh, so when I uh, was driving the buses, like I've been driving since I had my daughter. Mm-hmm. She's 13 now. Wow. So she's about to be driving. <laughs> all right. <laughs> right. So, like, my baby been getting up that early all her life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I am like I know she's tired because I'm tired. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I need to think of something else different to do so I don't have to be at work so early. Mm-hmm. And then, too, I had ended up having another kid three years later. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, like, this is not going to work. Um, so then I, was, I just kept saying, I'm going to cut her. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to become a barber. I said it for, like, five years. Yeah, I never did it because wow. it always conflicted with my work schedule. So when I was calling around different schools asking, um, they would always say, well, it's mandatory that you be here and this, this, and that, and X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, uh, mm. you know, so I'm like, how can I go to, how can I juggle going to school and working? If I quit work, I don't have an income. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, that's not going to work. So I just kept driving. Every mm. year, I, but I kept thinking like I'm gonna figure out some type of way mm. to go to barber school so that way I don't have to work no more. Right. So then, so you could work for yourself. So I could yeah. be my own boss. I could make my own schedule. I can vacation when I want to, and then I could become a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I was like, man, 
So then I ended up getting connected with Mission St. Louis, and I met Miss Genesis. And when she when I first came to do the interview for uh to see what I wanted to do, like I was I kept saying I want to work in customer service, and Miss Genesis kept saying, "Are you sure?" And mm. I'm like. <laughs> I was like, I don't really know. Like, she I questions us all the time too, right. so you're not the only one. I was like, Absolutely. I've been driving for so long, I don't know what I want to do. But like, I got one of my younger sisters; they work in customer service, and I just was like, I want to be like her, like work from home, just chill, and mm. you know, just got to get up with my robe, and you know, <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just kept thinking, like, you know, so um, I was coming here. I think we had to come like three days a week or something. Mm-hmm. So uh. I just kept saying, I was really feeling embarrassed because I was like, everybody know what they want to do except for me. Mm-hmm. Like, what I was saying I wanted to do wasn't even making sense. It wasn't even making sense to me. And then this Genesis was Cause like... You were pull- Sorry to interrupt you. Because you were pulling from what? Like, what? Wh- where did that come from? It sounds like everybody kind of knew where they were. They wanted to go. Yeah. And, and you just kind of thought like, hey, seems like there was this, this yeah, dream. Like, that yeah, like, I just kept... Because I couldn't think... I'm just like, I'm just going to say customer service because I don't know. Mm. So then um, we did the uh, interview thing. And uh, I think it's like some people came in to do like an internship. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So then, like, I was like, okay, this is going to be embarrassing. Because, like, I don't really want to do customer service, but I don't (laughs) know what I want to do. And you can do a lot of different things. It's really kind of narrowing down what you want to do. I was like, and it just clicked, like, Girl, you want to be a barber, duh. <laughs> right. you know? mm. So then as I'm doing an internship with the person, I just kept thinking, I was like, listen, I was like, can I tell you something? This is not really what I want to do. Mm. I don't want to be in customer service. Like, I need to do, I don't know what I want to do, though. And then the lady, she was asking, like, well, what is it that you've always dreamed of doing? Yeah. And I was like, cutting her. Like, mm. duh. Like, you want to cut her, girl? <laughs> wow. So, Yeah. So after that, like, I told Miss Genesis, like, I think I want to cut her. Like, I, I know I want to cut her. I don't think. So then she was like, well, start looking up some schools and all that stuff. But then again, like, I'm like, it's not going to work, though, because I'm driving a bus. Mm. But then COVID happened. Mm. So the buses stopped. And I was, like, at home. And I was like, I think it was right before our graduation, her the uh, ceremony, mm-hmm. but we didn't get to have it because of COVID. Like, mm. the ne- like the day before we were supposed to have a ceremony, they had sent like a mass text out saying like no more, no more classes, no more Mission St. Louis classes. Mm. Um, they'll send us the certificates home in the mail. And I was like, <gasps> like, I'm like, dude, we done got all the way ready. We done picked out songs like to walk down and everything. We don't get to have, I was like, I know what the ceremony <laughs> like because I saw my brother. <laughs> I ain't missing this party. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, we need to do it. And then she was like, well, we'll keep y'all, you know, just keep y'all ear open. We'll let you know. But then, yeah, it never happened. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, man. But so after we graduated her and I was at home, I was like, I'm going to call Miss Genesis back and tell her, like, because then, too, like, I didn't have no money. Like, mm-hmm. COVID had started. The so you had no stopped. income. Yeah, I was like, dang. But then I remember I was like, Miss Genesis was like, uh, they help fund some programs and stuff. So I was like, wait a minute. So when I called her, I, well, I called the school, and the lady was telling me the prices and stuff, and I was like, oh, my God. So then I called Miss Genesis back, and she was like, let me um, get in contact with, I forgot the person's name. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'll see if they'll, uh, I'll see if they'll help fund, you know, help fund some of it, or if not all of it. So then we was just going back and forth. Uh, converse, phone conversation and via text message and then she was like 
uh, when she called back, she was like, okay, we got it set. Um, they gonna get cut you a check and da da da. And I'm like, oh my god, this really happening. This yeah. is real. Yeah. yeah. So like, then I went and had to go sign up for school, fill out all the paperwork. And the lady said she had to send my instructor. She said she had to send it off to Jefferson City to get it approved. They wanted mm. to make sure I ain't had no felons, felons <laughs> yeah. or anything like that on my background. So after that, that's when I um that's when when everything got approved and pushed through, I started. Mm. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Wow. So, <clears throat> so hope for what the what the future holds for you. Where where, where are you headed? Um, right now, well, my graduation is May second. All right. Ooh, All ooh. right. You gonna All right. Well, cope with. I'm not going to have a ceremony. <laughs> but you got all the music you know. <laughs> I don't get a ceremony, but I, I get a certificate. And then after May 2nd, I have to uh, go a call and take state board. I have to take a written and a practical. So uh, I'm preparing for that. And then after that, I get to go wow. and make my million dollars. That's it. Wow. That's it. Wow. I, mean, I think there's so much, like, especially with your story, there's just, I mean, there's so much beauty in the midst of, you know, one, your strength and willingness to, to really kind of overcome what you've done and, and where you're going. I think the uh, the other part really is, you know, as, as you look at, like, this dream being able to incubate, right? Like, for you to be able to get to where you're at right now, graduating in May, and really are getting to, like, live out this dream. And then you look at um, and this incredibly supportive family that you've had that, that, that that's walked with you, right? Mm-hmm. Relationships that have led to opportunity to be able to, Drive a bus, and maybe not. I mean, obviously not the your dream job, but like it did leave the yeah. season to be able to mm-hmm. love and care for your daughter, and uh, you know, for the, all the housing pieces to, to to come through, and then really this time of like incubation where you were able to really sort through, and this is what I want to do with my life, and this is why I was put on this earth, and you're excited about that, you're getting that training as you kind of process that story, right, and 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 look at the impact that that's not only had on on your, uh, your own family, but like really even like what your hope for is for, for your own kids, for this generation that may be even coming after you. Uh, how, how do you process that? What do you think about that? Because I mean, the reality is y- you've been incredibly successful and I mean, you're, you're a leader in our neighborhood and, and in our community. And so as you think about like kind of hopes and dreams for the generation coming after you and where St. Louis needs to be and needs to get, what does that, what does that make you think about? So in light of some of like what you've experienced, right, what would you say when you think about girls that's in your situation or been through some of what you've been through, like why would you say places like these things are needed? Like what would would you say to that individual who was where you were? I would say like you can do anything you put your mind to. Mm. Like always reach for the stars, never give up. Mm. Like there's no such thing as I quit. Just Mm. keep pushing. And what was what were some of those things that made you persevere? Because I mean, you you persevered. You were strong through this whole process. Yeah, because like it was a lot of times. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I wanted to give up. Like mm. now, sometimes like I graduate May second. It seemed like the closer May second get, oh, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of coming to school. Like I got like I'm ready to. You like ready to I'm get it going? Yeah. Like and then too, like um, I just it kind of seemed like the closer the day get, I just wanna. But, like, I always have to remember, like, keep going. Mm. And then, too, like, with me losing my dad, like, I, I got to, I just feel like I got to, I'm showing him something. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to quit. I want him to see, like, I want him to see my progress and yeah. my success. 
everything. So I just I just got to keep pushing. Another you know question. how proud he is of you, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Another question. When you think about organizations, like, you know, it's a lot of organizations that do work in our city. Um, and you think about being able to come to Mission St. Louis, connect with us. What would you say to other organizations? What made the process in connecting with us um, made you feel comfortable in pursuing that? So what would you say to someone else, another organization that's trying to help a girl like you? What made it work her? Like, what would you say to them? Like, this is the thing that you need to make sure you're doing. Yeah, like, when I came here, like, um, so like I said, I did it. My funds was low, everything. Like, Mission St. Louis, they helped me so much, like, with food, gas. Mm. Like, I like. Like, I didn't even know Miss Genesis was like, we give you gas, we give you food, like, whatever you need to do to mm. come here. Um, in my class, one of the girls, she, uh, for, like, uh, one of the days, like, she didn't have a babysitter. Mm. So, Miss Genesis was like, just bring them with you, you know? Mm. And I'm like, you can have a baby to bring? Like, <laughs> then I had to remember, like, wait, they let me bring my baby on the bus. <laughs> so, then when they came in, he was, like, crying and stuff. And I was like, oh, we was all like, oh, it's okay, you know? Right, like, she was like, I'm sorry, y'all, for being in interrupting i was like look we all got kids right like it's not a big deal so mm. we all gonna accept them you know so we was giving them toys and stuff but yeah like they made it like they made it easy like mm. like they just made it easy like even of even like gas um food like when christmas came like they caught miss genesis caught it was like we doing like a little christmas thing where they're giving out toys where you just got to mm. pay a dollar or something and i'm like what <laughs> you know, and then when I went online, I, it, I actually got the email, and I was like, what is this? Mm. And then when I clicked on it, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, mommy, look, like, I get this for a dollar. <laughs> but, yeah, but, like, man, like, mm. it's, this program, it's incredible. What, uh, like, what, can we, what can we do better? Um, You could be honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Like, for real, like, like legit, it's, everything was perfect. Like I don't. We didn't pay her to say this, just for the record. <laughs> no, no, seriously, seriously. Like everything, like, like they re the reaching out, the checking on you, everything, like, like everything, like anything that go on. Miss Genesis call, Rachel call. Like we got this. Hey, do this. Like when Rachel called me for this, I'm like, girl, I'm good. Like <laughs> I thought I was gonna be like on the camera, like. I'm like, no. And then she was like, podcasting. And I still was like, no. <laughs> and she was like, I think you'll do great. And I was like, you know what? They did so much for me, I can't say no. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. I'll do See, it. See, that's the problem, though. Once you come in and your family, you don't <laughs> yeah. get rid of us. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, so I was like, I, I'll show up. And I was like, Miss, I was like, I'll text her. I was like, make sure you remind me because I'll be having so much going on, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll forget. But she was like, I got to remind them my phone to remind you. So. But we want to say thank you. Yeah, like exactly. We definitely appreciate you being willing to come on. Your story is yours. That belongs to you. It don't mm -hmm. belong to us. You know, so you coming and being willing to share any part of it for us is important, and we appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're thank forward you. to Thanks for having the, the graduation. We're going to turn up. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're going to so turn proud, up. Man. So proud, man. So proud. Absolutely. So thanks for joining us, you know. And I need you to do this. I need you to do one thing for me. I need you to just say we say that to say this. Can you say that? We say that to say this. Bang. There you go. <laughs> Thank y'all. See y'all in the next episode. Yeah. Holla. Yeah.